Welcome to the CBD Ed Show with Edward Cheney, the founder and CEO of Canafil, a manufacturer of CBD-infused products for human and pet consumption. In this program, we will discuss the uses of CBD and other methods for alternatives and complements to conventional medical treatment. Now, here is your host, Ed Cheney. Welcome, listeners, to another episode of the CBD Ed Show. I'm your host, Ed Cheney. Along with my absolutely adorable co-host, Kimberly Rose. He loves to make me blush. Hello, everyone. But she deservingly needs to blush <laughs> on a regular basis. Right? Well, thank yes. you. Thank, right. you. thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I would like to tell you that we put together today's topic. It was easy to put together, I, I think the gift that we have for you is we were able to go out and simulate all the information and then be able to pass it on to you in something that's easily understood. Mm-hmm. There is always conversations out and about, about, hmm, can I take CBD along with my medication? And there's just lots of conversations of, oh my goodness, there is, um, there is a uh, interaction with CBD and different medications, but nobody goes any further. Nobody talks any further about it. So everybody's just kind of, hmm, what do I do now? Well, look, okay, <clears throat> can I ask you a quick question? Do yes. most medications interact with each other? I mean, do... There is always a component of releasing a new medication, it, just that piece, mm-hmm. to, in, to understand how it interacts in the body and if it does cause a problem with another medication that's currently out. And they have all the data and the science patterns to be able to pull that off fairly quickly. Okay. Uh, And even the understanding of how cannabinoids have an interaction with medicine was fairly easy to arrive at. Yeah. From from my review of all the studies. Mm -hmm. Uh, Interestingly enough, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll wait to answer some of these questions as we get through it. Okay. But it is a definite real topic. Uh, research shows that uh, CBD is generally safe and has few, if any, minor side effects. But there is one big, big caveat, and that is CBD does have the potential to interact with some medications. Mm-hmm. And the concern has to do with how the body metabolizes certain substances, like medications. Metabolizing. Yeah. Metabolizing is you take in a medication or a substance and then your body immediately starts to break it down. And it wants to break it down so that it knows how to vacate it. Yeah. This is a foreign substance. Your body is very capable of taking it in, but once it takes it in, its next job is get rid of it. Right. Figure out what to do with it and then get rid of it. And then eliminate it. Right. Okay. So, and so once we understood that, it was like, oh, okay. So this makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's always wanting to do that. So, of course, then the question rose, well, there's got to be a rate of how quickly or slowly that happens. And then when you think of, you know, when you think of vitamins and foods and stuff like that, you really don't care toxics going into your body, your body wants to break it down so it can get rid of it. But when you think of medican, medication that has a very specific dose, right? now 
this question becomes important. Yeah, and not only a specific dose, but a specific task. Not so much that this is no. going to affect the task, and it will affect the task depending on the dosage. So let's say, for example, uh, under normal conditions, you take a ibuprofen, and that was designed to relieve inflammation. Mm -hmm. It was designed to break down in your body within three hours and then vacate. So in three hours, it's delivering a foreign substance to your body that helps you manage and control inflammation. What happens if it stayed in your body for six hours? Would right. it deliver more of that dosage? Yeah. Now we're talking twice as much, right? Because it took longer for it to metabolize. Yeah. That's the issue. Okay. Good. I, yeah, I really wanted to be able to get that point out. So now we're just talking about ibuprofen. What if we went to some super strong Medication. Pharmaceutical medication. Yeah. Right? Where dosing was extremely important. And if you overdosed, right, there's serious complications. Mm -hmm. Well, if there was a delay in the metabolizing of that pharmaceutical uh, prescription medication, these things could happen. So they had to be discovered before these medications were allowed out into the market. Mm -hmm. And then when something new hits, like CBD, hit the market, you know, five, six years ago, immediately had to jump in and understand if it had any types of conflict or, or effect on prescriptions that are currently on the market. Yeah. Yeah. So really easy to do. Thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, why aren't we? Why aren't we? All right. So. We are going to, we just found out we weren't live uh, for our listeners on our social media. So no worries, it didn't change us on uh, our direction today. But it was interesting to know we are continuing to have technical difficulties. Yes, we are. And, just and, in the and live. We're just not uh, very tech savvy. I don't know if anybody notices hey, that. Hey, speak for yourself. And the video, it looks like it's video. It's like. Looks what, live to me. What's happening? <laughs> it says finish. Are you maybe on the CBD Ed show or are you on Canafil? Or? He might not know, yeah. He might be looking someplace else. Anyway. Okay. It really doesn't matter. <laughs> let's keep. Wherever we are, hello. <laughs> right. Let's keep, uh, let's keep delivering yeah. uh, a topic today in a manner that I think everybody will be able to understand. Uh, now, as we go through this, Kim and I both believe it's important as a general rule, be before trying CBD for any medical issue, you should talk to your doctor and let him know all vitamins, supplements, prescription, and over-the-counter medications that you are taking because this drug interaction process is a very thorough one. Most doctors have all that information readily available to them. All they needed was input from you. Okay, so you're seeing even if you're just, you have no prescriptions, you're not taking any prescriptions whatsoever. You might be taking a multivitamin or something like that. Right. You should still have to consult your doctor or you're, you're okay? Now there's an opinion there. Oh, okay. My opinion is, if you're taking CBD for a medicinal issue, yeah. so you're trying to solve some type of medical problem that you're having, that's when you should consult with your doctor. Okay. Why wouldn't you? Best, best 
my opinion, best practice. Yes, and you'll definitely. get the best results out of it. Right, yeah. Uh, I read in here, and I'll have some things to share. Doctors are very averse in CBD now. I would say that the number of customers that come in my store now that say, my doctor sent me, or my, my doctor said, yeah. it's okay for me to try CBD, mm -hmm. um, has at least doubled over last year. I, yes. Yeah. And, and when we read the reports in the news, that is, that is in line with what we're reading. Yeah. You know, doctors are becoming more and more aware. Uh, the, the federal viewpoint on this is becoming much more relaxed. And I have to give all the credit to all the clinical studies. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing a great job getting them out there. Yeah, and it's always nice when it, when you feel a little bit more relaxed that my doctor said this was okay and I oh, could go great. ahead and take it. It's, yes. it's, it's, it makes my job a lot easier also because I do try and ask my customers, what, what are you yeah. taking? What's going on with you? What are you here for? Yeah, and, and let's go ahead and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about who our audience is and where they fall in this area. Yeah. So most of the, 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 the group with the largest medical issues right now are our baby boomers. Our baby boomers are the ones that also have that that predisposed opinion of cannabis. Yes. So of course they come into this with that. Mm -hmm. And they're like, hmm, wait a minute. I knew what it was, and now you're telling me, and wait a minute. Yeah. And they also may not be as effective at going on online and, and gaining information. Now, then you move over to the younger generations. They're, they're a little skeptical, but let's admit their strength. Their strength is they're able to go out and find information on the Internet very aggressively. Yeah. Yeah. So they can get to an answer uh, fairly quickly. Uh, then it's up to whether they believe it or not. Right. So we're serving both of these large groups because for the baby boomers, uh, we're consolidating this information for you. Uh, hopefully we've built a relationship of trust between us and the listeners. Uh, and if you want to do some background checks, that's fairly easy. For our younger generations, we might be queuing up what questions to ask when you go online to do your due diligence. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it just makes your job simpler. It's just information. That's all we can give right now. Yeah. I mean, it's and it, it it's kind of all over the place. Oh, it's in CBD in general. Yeah. It, this, yes. This topic yes. is very simple. And again, anybody who wants to uh, view this, the best question to ask is 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 CBD have any drug interactions? Does CBD have any drug interactions? That question, you throw that into Google, and up will pop a few really good, like Healthline.com has a pretty good response to it. Uh, Mayo has a good response. So you'll be able to grab those and quickly arrive at what you need to hear. Well, and let's, yes. Yeah, I mean, you, you're going to see a lot of things like CYP450 and right. CYP300 or 3A4. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, and let me dispel all that so you don't have to go deep into what those guys are. Yeah. All right. We talked about drug metabolism. Mm -hmm. All right. You, or any 
compound that goes into your body that is foreign, your body is designed to metabolize, uh, metabolize it so they can vacate it. Well, those enzymes are in a family called CYP450. CYP450, it's a family of enzymes that are tasked to do just that. They go in there and they start breaking down foreign substances. All right. So when you take a medication, your body has to metabolize it and break it down. Most metabolism happens in the gut and the liver. Mm -hmm. And these where these enzymes are most active. They will convert foreign substances, again, so they can eliminate them from the body. Some medications or substances affect this enzyme group, CYP450, either by slowing or speeding up drug metabolism. The change in metabolism rate can alter how your body processes the medication and supplements that you take. Hence, it's called a drug interaction mm -hmm. because it can affect that piece of it. So, why does CYP450 matter when it comes to CBD and medication? And this is the part I really think I can help everybody with. And if you have this kind of a chronological understanding of that process, then bam, now you can ask the right questions, you can have a more confident conversation with your doctor. Here's where I thought we could help the most. Right. All right. Okay. Why does this enzyme, CYP450, matter? Well, there is in that family an uh, enzyme called CYP3A4. Not that you have to remember it, but just know it's another enzyme within that family. And it's tasked with metabolizing CBD. Okay. Or cannabinoids in general? Cannabinoids in general. Don't step ahead. Okay. That question is a little loaded. Oops, sorry. But I'm going to come back to it, I promise. <laughs> now, as it is metabolizing CBD during that process of metabolizing it, CBD actually interferes with the enzyme CYP3A4 by downregulating its production because that's what CBD does. It goes in and upregulates and downregulates certain functions within the ECS system. Well, while the CBD YP3A4 was metabolizing it, it was also, CBD was also triggering the downregulation of the production of that same enzyme. And is that a bad thing? No, or, well, let's or a keep good going. Thing? <laughs> the, so, the CYP3A4 enzyme is known to metabolizing quite a few prescribed medications. Let me say that again. That CYP3A4 enzyme was known to metabolize quite a few prescribed medications. All right, so if CBD is inhibiting it, well, it can't work effectively to break down those medications in your system, thereby leaving them in longer than what they were designed to be left in, oh. which means your dose would then be higher. Oh, I see. Yeah. All okay, right. so then it's probably not a, a great thing. Well, if that medication was designed to be at a very specific dose, and because it was left in your body longer, the dose increased, that could be a bad thing. Yeah. Right. Not for everything, right? You just only think of those drugs where that's a problem. Right. Or 
and metabolizing it too quick mm-hmm. and then not getting enough of that dosage might also create an issue because then you're not solving your problem. Okay. Well, let me keep going. The, did you know that the reverse can also happen too because many medications inhibit the CYP. production of CYP3A4. And if, and if you have taken CBD on these medications, your body can't process the CBD effectively. Oh, I see. All right. So, again, I'll say that again. There's, there's medications, ph- pharmaceutical medications that are known to inhibit the production of this enzyme that breaks down CBD. And so if you're taking it, that enzyme, gets, that enzyme is no longer being produced, thereby there's nothing there to metabolize the CBD. So if you're taking the CBD for sleep or inflammation, it's likely not going to do the job. Oh, because somebody else has already come in and stolen all of the CYP3A4? Yeah, you said it correctly. <laughs> and thanks for being that, that type of sounding board. Yeah, well, I mean... I know I I know I'm intelligent about some things, but these things are just really wow. Yeah. Okay, so I again I'm just gonna follow. So if your body is metabolizing medication too slowly, you may have more medication in your system at one time than intended, even if you stuck with your normal dose. An increased level of medication in your system could exaggerate its effect, including unwanted harmful side effects. We're good? Okay. All right, all right. Hey, how about we just move to some common types of medication so that people can connect the dots? Yeah, that's that That would be good to say, okay, what, what drug, if yeah, I'm taking right. that, am I okay to take with right. CBD? Right. Well, now <laughs> there's going to be lots of pieces to this. And everybody wants to include more things than they need to. Right, to because be, to be safe, we still have the pharmaceutical world going. CBD is bad. Well, yeah, a little bit it's of that. It's bad. Too. I was going to stay off of that platform today. Well, maybe I will. Oh, maybe I won't. I never. Well, the most common way to see if a medication will have an interaction with CBD is to look for a very common statement. Grapefruit warning. Right. When you see the term grapefruit warning on your prescription medication, know that it has a very similar effect with that enzyme. Okay, that grapefruit family will have an impact on de uh, uh, regulating that enzyme, CYP43A. Right. It'll take it. Gobble it all up and... Yeah, it'll stop producing it. Thereby, it will delay uh, the metabolizing of that medication. So on that bottle right there on the label, it'll say don't take grapefruit because they want to control the exact amount of medication that gets metabolized into your body. And they they know how long it takes under normal conditions and they don't want that to be affected. Okay, but so if you do have that grapefruit warning... And you want to take CBD, you uh, go I'll to your doctor, to right? Yes, you okay. go to your doctor, and, and I'll, I'll share some details about that as well. Okay. Now, there also are other, so for our reader, for our listeners today, uh, they say grapefruit, but apparently grapefruit has a family of citrus, like Seville oranges, palmellos, and tangelos. 
I wanted to share that with you because I did not know that before doing this research. So yeah. those three, Seville oranges, pomelos, and tangelos, also have the effect on the CYP3A4. Okay. Okay. So grapefruit and those three. Gotcha. Oh, I can tell you this. It's the chemical in grapefruit. Uh, so I also didn't know this either. All right, get ready. Here's my famous not being able to pronounce anything. <laughs> there is a chemical in the grapefruit known as furanocumerins. Oh, furanocumerins. <laughs> furanocumerins. Wow, you did a great job. Thanks, Kimberly. <laughs> it is those things that start with an F that inhibit the production of CYP3A4. Okay. All right. Okay. Several types of medications, uh, but not all within each of these categories I'm going to share have this interaction. Okay. So you have to look for the grapefruit warning. So I'm going to list off families of medication, but not all of them have that grapefruit warning. So again, as I list this off, you just be keen to go, oh, okay, I might, I might have one of those medications. Let me go look at the label and see if it has a grapefruit warning. If right. it does, now that should trigger you to go talk to your doctor because you wanted to do some CBD as a, as a co-adjunctive uh, type therapy, and I'll get with that later too. Yeah. All right, here we go. Here's the list. Antibiotics and antimicrobials. Okay. Oh, my God, they're out all over the place. Yes, I've taken lots of antibiotics, and I've never once seen a grapefruit label warning, a grapefruit warning on the label. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, I've looked, went through a couple of these, and I've never seen them. But, again, there are groups that could. So yeah. let me finish the list up. Anti-cancer medications, antihistamines. Uh, anti now, AEDs for epilepsy, blood, plush, blood pressure medications, blood thinners, cholesterol medications, corticosteroids, erectile dysfunction, dysfunction medications, heart rhythm medications, and immunosuppressants, suppressants, yeah. mood medications such as, such as to treat anxiety, depression, and mood disorders, Pain medications and prostate medications. These are all groups that could have a grapefruit warning. Now, if it has a grapefruit warning, then again, you know it is being metabolized by the CYP3A4. Yeah. Or a enzyme in the family of the CYP450. Okay? That's what that means. And if, in fact, you do have that grapefruit warning and it has an impact on the, that family, know that so does CBD. All right. Now, let's move to the next step. The next step was, okay, so the question you had asked earlier, Kimberly, well, if I'm taking it, does that just automatically mean I'm in trouble? Oh, crap. What do I do? No, it does not. So the doctors know. Yeah. So they will be privy to the information, and they also have the ability to check in on things, too. I, th I think so it's through blood work, right? Yeah. Yeah. But let's, let's go, uh, let's review a couple of uh, research uh, items that have been done just on this one topic of uh, 
of drug interaction. And I only had two studies here, so it's pretty easy. Yeah. So studies uh, have been done mostly with animals, but they're difficult to translate to humans. Mm -hmm. So I didn't bother with any of those. The two that I had, one uh, was uh, some small clinical trials have been conducted, for example, in one study of 25 children with hard-to-treat epilepsy. 13 kids were given both clobazam and CBD. So 13 kids were given this. Uh, this was a AED. Yeah, anti-seizure, right? Except, yes. So let's see. Researchers found elevated levels of clobazam, clobazam in these children. They report that taking CBD and clobazam together is safe, but rec recommend monitoring medication levels during treatment. All right, so what this report's finding is it had an impact, but the impact was tolerable. Yeah. And then they recommended monitoring levels during treatment. Yeah. So I, I guess what I got from this study is, yes, there is, um, there is a clinical approach to this, but it's not conclusive. It's not, oh, you can't. Here's, here, it's, it's just an opportunity to become aware. I've got another one. In another study, 39 adults and 42 children taking AEDs were also given CBD in the form of Epidiolex. The CBD doses were increased every two weeks. Researchers monitored the serum levels of the AEDs in subjects over time. While the serum levels remained within the accepted therapeutic range for most of them, two medications, Clobazam and Desmethylclozabam, had serum levels outside of the therapeutic range. Now, the, the conclusive thing to be aware of here is the higher the CBD dose went, and remember their, their form was Epidiolex, so very controlled dosage, uh, the higher it went, the, the further it went out of its therapeutic range. There, so that kind of gives you a little background that there's some research being done. Yeah. But most of this, that most of the clinical stuff has not been concluded yet, and they really are struggling with any of the animal testing because it's very difficult to translate over to humans. Right. Yeah. yeah. But there's a big uptick in clinical, so I expect to see more. Yeah. yeah. Well, or, that, hey, or see less pharmaceuticals. Yeah, that I guess I, that's <laughs> what I was going to... I didn't know if I should say that. I mean, really, if you get to a place where you're taking, you know, three or four prescriptions, it's, it's I, some hard. of my you customers come in and they're like, oh, yeah, I take this and that yeah. and that and this and that. And I'm just like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, they know it's hard. You know, and we're going to talk about this in the second half of the show, but really... It, it's becoming more and more apparent to me that Eastern medicine needs to meet back up with Western medicine. It used to be that way. Right. And what happened? Egos and money. Yeah. Politics. But let's. it, it really is a mission of mine to bring those two back together. Well, and uh, even, you know, as we know with my mother, she's going through some issues and um, we're as a family, we kind of want to always try and do the more natural way right. than the prescription way. So we're looking into more natural. Not that she's going to get off her prescription she was just given, 
but maybe we can help her in other ways. Yeah. But you, you already know she needs some of that. Right? Yeah, right. That I think is the, I think that's the optimal place to be, is where it's absolutely needed. Yeah, and then bringing in Eastern medicine to help. Yeah, bring the body back to a natural state. Right, because I mean, let's go ahead and say it. The probably some of the reason that she is in the situation she's in now is maybe yeah. she didn't, you know, eat the eat the proper foods, maybe not enough exercise to keep the blood flowing. The, uh, who knows? But um, what you your put mom's in not your, listening, is she? I hope not. My <laughs> <laughs> mom, <laughs> she she just you, you just make food that might not be as healthy for you as as uh, as it should be, as you should be eating. And so, yeah. Well, I tell you what, we're going to take a break and take this call from her mom. <laughs> right. Just kidding. <laughs> we'll take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the what ifs. Yeah. All right. So we will be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Live authentically. Heal naturally with Canafil. We have three unique blends for pain relief, reducing stress, and promoting healthy sleep. Visit Canafil.com for the convenience of online shopping that includes free shipping. Or if you're in Arizona, stop by our store in Phoenix for personal consultation and product selection. Our friendly staff is here to help you. All of our products have full third-party testing and a seven-day satisfaction guarantee. Call 480-599-1003 or visit Canafil.com. Canafil, giving you your life back. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to the CBD Ed Show. If you have a question that you'd like addressed on a future episode of our program, please send an email to info at canafil.com. That's info at C-A-N-N-A-F-Y-L.com. Now back to the CBD Ed Show. Hey, hey, welcome back, listeners. CBD Ed Show here with lovely Kimberly Rose talking about CBD and medication. I know it's on some people's minds. 
Where we're going to go is, let's talk about some of the what ifs. Let's have a, this, this is, would be a, this would be a favorite conversation by us. <laughs> we do this a lot. Well, because we see what the potential is. Yeah. Right before the break, I started to allude to it, where we bring Eastern and Western medicine together as they were once before. Mm-hmm. And there, is, there are so many people that are in line with this thinking. Uh, they crave it. And the younger generation, kudos to you guys, keep pushing, it will happen. Yeah. If you want to know from my instincts, from the seat that I, I sit in and when I look, I know it is possible for these two to come back together. So now let, let's talk about what that really looks like. When you bring those two together, you're talking about adjunctive therapies. One serving the other. All right, so we know that, let's take a condition that you know we have not found a natural way to solve it. So we have to rely currently on a pharmaceutical, a manufactured solution. Mm-hmm. to solve it. Yeah. And there's plenty of conditions and diseases out there that fit that, right? And so we have that pharmaceutical model that is capable of coming up with a solution. Yes. What is possible is oftentimes those medicinal solutions that are pharmaceutical or man-made are very foreign to the body, and they come with a high risk or a high set of side effects. Right. And those side effects are anything from light, moderate, all the way up to life-threatening. Yeah, they can be. I mean, we've seen the commercials, right? They fly through them at the end. And, you know, if you're really lucky, you get the, the, the lighter version yeah, of those right. side effects. Yeah. And if, if you you're don't, not, life is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, life can be miserable along any one of those. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, intimate death is not anything. No, that's not why yeah. we're taking a medication. Right. And the thing is, is that um, is, is taking another medication to take care of the side effects from yeah. this medication the answer we like we said i don't can't remember how far back the show was i think it was in the same theory that we're doing today you're a mobile right your yeah, body is right. this mobile and you take this prescription and that goes in and it hits that little fixes that one little problem that issue on that mobile and then this guy is this medication this mobile and you're just all out of whack and you're yeah. I just don't know if a pill is the answer it's a, always it is a, a a very accurate and very common view yeah and I think it will not have a clear outcome until the two come together the so what we were speaking of you were talking about let's go to a possible pharmaceutical to cure a disease but has a high level of side effects and risks associated with it right but you know if you don't take it you're stuck life life might life might end for you anyway a adjunctive therapy or co-therapy is another way to put on or an add-on therapy these are all the same terms Mm -hmm. 
one of those added to that pharmaceutical might make those, a lot of those side effects disappear, might make that pharmaceutical more tolerable, less risky, might make life a little easier, might, right? That's the, that's the, that's the potential in my, in my view. Yeah. And, and, you know, uh, CBD is one of those exercise, meditation, food, your food is so important. We've learned, um, you know, when we have shows with Adam, he, that's, he, that's what he goes to right away. Yeah. Nope, you need to start doing this and stop doing that and doing oh, that yeah, and root take causes. this. And, <laughs> yes. Yeah, and that is a completely different show. You're spot on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and we didn't realize all of this. No. Yeah. For the last few years, we've been getting educated. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, that's, the, that's more of the what if uh, that I'm focused in on is that. This co-therapy, this add-on therapy where nature is pairing up with man-made. Right. And CBD doesn't do everything. It's not... It's not a cure-all. It's, not, it's, it, it's much like your dietary conversation. Yeah. It was designed to bring your body to a place where it was much more capable. I'm sorry, fast food industry. You are not helping us. No, gosh, no. All right. No. Let's, let's, go, let's stay on topic. So there are, there are already plenty of adjunctive therapy treatments that are being studied with just CBD. There has been a myriad of them in the history of pharmaceuticals with other compounds, vitamin C and and the B complexes. Those are all adjunctive type therapies. So mm-hmm. we are we are a population that knows how to do this. We are a population that knows how to come together. Let's keep going. So the ones that are most current the studies, clinical studies that are most current with adjunctive therapies that include CBD are with autism spectrum disorder, uh-huh. uh, neuropsychiatry, arthritis, pain, cancer, physical therapy, and even spa treatments showed up because they had medicinal value. I th- well, Spa treatments. Th- Love it. They're a huge uh, <laughs> mental... mental treatment you just feel so much better after a spa treatment so when I talk about what the future could be it is already now it's just hard to see it amongst all the chaos right Right. And, and now with COVID you know peaking in some places starting to unwind in others this potential has more of a place than it it has had in the past Right. So I, really, I'm a big believer of yeah. physical therapy. I think that that is always something you should try and get through. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes, physical therapy is a good one. And one of the ways to get through it is a co-therapy of something that can manage inflammation. Right. That is probably physical therapist's biggest nightmare or biggest enemy is inflammation. Yeah. Pain would, I would say pain would be their second one, right? Because it's well, hard for them to get muscle memory back, tendon memories back, joints to move around without, you know, the poor client tolerating a, 
a, a lot of pain. And what was my, my saying? Why do you need a physical therapist? Because you can't inflict that kind of pain on yourself. No, you can't. You can't do it. And you right. just went through a, a, a significant <clears throat> amount of physical therapy. Right. Yes. Okay, let's keep going. Uh, well, how about other cannabinoids? So in the hemp plant, there is an abundance of cannabinoids. Mm -hmm. We call those phytocannabinoids. And we are aware of two of the major ones, and that being THC and CBD. Those are the major cannabinoids in the plant. Then the minors include CBN, CBG, CBC, CBN. Uh, yeah. Those are all the minors. Yeah. All right. Now, in that plant, there's over 100 of these cannabinoids. The majority of them are minors. So I went to answer the question for you. Are there other cannabinoids in that plant that cause a drug interaction? And here's the answer to date. All the clinical studies are only pointing at THC and CBD. Okay. That they both have an impact on that family of enzymes, mm -hmm. uh, the P450s. Yeah. So they'll you know, CYP3A4, uh, but no, I could not find any other studies that talked about other phytocannabinoids. No CBN? Correct. Okay. Now, I'm going to go out on a limb and suggest that maybe why is because they're minor cannabinoids and they hadn't showed up yet. Yeah. Well, yeah, the studies, <clears throat> people are just are not taking those in volumes like they are doing CBD, CBD right. right now. Right. Yeah. Well, and, you know, THC has an impact, but now we've got Delta-9 THC and Delta-8 THC. Those are two different cannabinoids. So I have a feeling that there's going to be more studies. They're just not out yet. Yeah. But so far, they're, they're considered minor cannabinoids, so maybe it's a minor impact. But I don't have anything other than, for sure, both the THC cannabinoid and the CBD cannabinoid both uh, have been studied and conclusively say that they have an impact on that family of enzymes. Okay, so well, that's good news. So warning, you should consider speaking with your doctor if you're in either one of those. THC, most recreational users may already know this. So THC, that cannabinoid also yes. interacts with yes. that? Okay. Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. Uh -huh. um, all right. Let's move to how to talk to your physician. And by the way, when would you talk to your physician? We, let, we, we read this group to you of the, the groups of medications that potentially could have that. Mm -hmm. So that's where you start with, that group. So if I'm taking one for pain, high blood pressure, anxiety, epilepsy, if I'm taking any of these, I'm going to go right home, go to my medicine cabinet, look at it, see do I have a grapefruit warning. If I have a grapefruit warning, I am going to do this next step. Mm -hmm. How to talk to your physician. <laughs> All right, starts with, if you want to try CBD as an add-on therapy to ease some symptoms of certain conditions, because that's the most common, I'm taking this medication, and I can't sleep. I'm taking this medication and everything hurts. I'm taking this medication and my anxiety is through the roof. Mm -hmm. All right, those are probably the three most common. Epilepsy, I'm having seizures, so I wanna take CBD. Uh, okay, that was also a common one. The, I think the most common one that I hear is with anti-anxiety uh, medication. Yeah. They're like, I just can't take it. I am so drowsy and just yeah, not me, right, right. and it's weird. I And that is a big one. You're right, absolutely. Yeah. 
So if you do want to take CBD as an add-on therapy for one of these conditions, talk to your doctor first. They do know and they're now in a position to help and support you. Before, they were like, I don't know. They were either I don't know or absolutely not. I, I read the list that was given to them. So, again, I want to thank my physician, my personal physician, for helping out here. And that list was so thorough. It had 13 points in it. And it was, let's help you determine how much. Let's help you determine where to buy it. Let's help you determine this and that. Let's look at all the medications and over-the-counter and the supplements you're taking and make sure we don't have a drug interaction there. They were just so thorough that I really, really appreciate it where the medical community community is going with this, especially at the primary care physician position. <laughs> the, the primary <laughs> care physician position. <laughs> so kudos like it. to that group. But I also want to encourage those who fall under this, I want to try CBD as an add-on therapy, to be more confident about going and speaking with your primary care physician. Yeah, I, I don't think it's any it's taboo any longer, or it's you should treat it like a secret. Right. Just come on out and say yep. it. Now they are going to make these determinations, uh, dosaging, and if there is an interaction with anything else you're doing, they also might offer blood mo- uh, pl- blood plasma monitoring. Uh, and other certain types of monitoring through uh, through your blood work and other things, urine analysis and stuff like that. They might do certain things to help you mitigate any drug interactions if, in fact, there is one. So you don't even have to go, oh, I can't do it. Yeah. Speak with your doctor and they might have a process that has already been well accepted. Well, and I, I would hope that if you're on a prescription already – that you're getting blood work done on a regular basis. Uh, that's only some. Some are some are that way, and some aren't. Oh, okay. Uh, but they did suggest do not stop your medications. No. To try CBD for those who go, hey, can I just kind of get off my anxiety medicine and go right to CBD? I've heard Kimberly say this over and over. No. No, don't do that. <laughs> let's let's go talk with your talk with your physician. Yeah. Uh, lose use those two together, and between you and your doctor, you'll know what to do. Yeah. Um, let's see, keep in mind something. And it's surprisingly to me how few people really get this. And that is when a cannabinoid product is applied to your skin topically, it is, it is not like the oils and the edibles and the vaping of the oils that you put under your tongue Topicals don't typically enter the bloodstream unless it has a very specific transdermal solution right there on the label designed to enter the bloodstream. And today, I've not seen anything. No. So I have a lot of people that talk about, oh, am I going to get high from putting a full spectrum product on my on my skin? And it's just not designed to do that. No. Right. So not designed to get into the bloodstream, thereby not designed to interact with. So if you do have, if you do have a drug interaction concerned about CBD, your doctor has suggested, yes, definitely, you're going to have a problem with this. I'm going to suggest you should not. 
then a good question to ask them, well, listen, man, you know, I'm just having this really big back pain on, I can't get to sleep, can I do a topical isolated to that spot? And that's a good, fair question to ask your doctor. Yeah. Okay, yeah. again, uh, experts suggest that topicals typically do not enter the bloodstream. Okay. No. All right. And I thought that was an important thing to share, um, only because I've heard that so many times. You know, people applying a topically. Yeah. Going, oh, I don't want THC in that. Uh, here, folks, let me share something. Uh, THC is a critical cannabinoid and pain relief. Yes. Critical. And not in high volumes either. Never no. enough. I mean, if you could eat the topical, you still wouldn't get high. But uh, remember, CBD products, the THC still needs to, and is naturally below 0.3%. Remember, it's at 40% in recreational marijuana, 0.3% in a hemp plant. So it never will. But the key being that when it is applied, it's not going into the bloodstream. Right. Yeah. Uh, and you're just missing a, a really good solution uh, because a lot of us, as we age, and we got arthritis and we've got degenerative things between our Dege joints. Degeneration is, a, is definitely it's, something that starts yeah. happening when you get older. So I, I feel sad sometimes when I see that big block. I don't want THC in my topical. All right. So yeah. you'll, you'll certainly take care of the, the inflammation, but you'll not do quite as good job with the pain. Well, you know, and I, ha I, have, an ice I have isolates in the store, but I, it's just, if for a topical, why wouldn't you just take the whole plant if you're going to, if you're not going to feel any interaction? Right. And a yeah. topical really <laughs> is something that can just be for that. So if I have someone that comes in, oh, I need to take CBD <clears throat> drops. Well, what are you, you know, what are you taking it for? Well, I, my knees hurt. Yeah. Well, let's just see if a topical, just just a topical will yeah, get, nice and get isolated. you there. And it's mm -hmm. so fast. And it's, oh, my it's, goodness, it's yeah, so fast. Yeah. Though, those receptors are very close to the surface of the skin, and that solution happens inside of just a couple of minutes. Yes. Uh, it really is a marvelous uh thing when somebody puts together a CBD topical salve or a topical solution together well, when you put it on and rub it in, literally, backache gone, knee problem gone. Yeah. And I don't mean the problem. I'm sorry. The inflammation and the pain almost immediate, re immediately relieved. Right. Let's keep going on topic. Yes. yes. Yeah. Well, uh, we had this show before, didn't we? <laughs> CBD topicals. Yeah. Anyway, if you're taking CBD with medications, here are some side effects to look out for. Again, let's say you're like me and I don't go to the doctor and say, I'm going to go take some CBD. What do you think? Because we know you're out there. Yeah. All well, right. yeah, I mean, there's some people that just don't want to go to the doctor. <clears throat> right. Yeah. And especially maybe even now. The high risk of COVID. And right. All that. It was enough. You went, you got your medicines. Yeah. I don't want to go back. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, well, he, they gave us a little bit of a list here. Uh, increased or new medication side effects such as drowsiness, sedation, and nausea. Okay. So, now, do you think that is from the medication or from the CBD? Oh, no, they didn't say that. We just said from an interaction. Oh. So you really wouldn't know the answer to that. Right. Right. But those three things would trigger someone to go look into it. 
Okay. Because, right. I mean, most prescriptions make me nauseous, but, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, and, you know, so super common, huh? But let's say you took a prescription and, you, and you, you got nauseous from it, but you're not taking CBD. That's a different conversation. Right. But if you took a prescription, you started getting nauseous, you would just include your doctor in on the conversation now. Right. Why? Because, again, you're concerned about metabolizing. Okay. Of the prescription drug that you're taking. Yeah. All right. How about a decrease in medication, such as like more seizures? Oh, so if you're taking CBD and your and you're taking medication, so, yeah, anti-seizure, me- for, yep, AED yep. or what and, is that? What it's called? Yes. And then all of a sudden, AEDs. Yes. And now all of a sudden, you're having an increased amount of seizures. Uh, you want to take that situation to the doctor. Definitely. Common CBD side effects or changes in them, such as fatigue, diarrhea, changes in appetite, and changes in weight. These are all suggested to be, uh, again, little side effects to keep an eye on if you are... Taking a medication and CBD. Yes. Okay, yeah. Because I haven't had any of those. I've been taking CBD for three years now. Right, right, yeah. No, this is is still on the subject of drug interaction. Gotcha. So if you're taking another drug, if you're taking another drug and CBD, again, we're calling that co-therapies or add-on therapies, mm-hmm. uh, and you see some of these signs, go ahead. If you didn't talk to your physician, go ahead and talk to them now. Yeah. And if you did talk to them, don't worry about this list because the doctor will bring this list to you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, okay. So uh, that pretty much wraps that subject up other than if you are going to take CBD, make sure it's from uh, a validated resource. Super, super important. Uh, we see uh, products on the street all the time that do not match what is on the label. Uh, we know that uh, people who are sell- selling just hemp oil, uh, hemp oil is good for cooking. That's about it. Yes, yes. If it's your, and again, we say I've, I know I say it all the time, don't get your CBD on Amazon. <laughs> right. All right. Now, and I want to also offer anybody who has questions about anything that we discussed today, please feel free to send those those questions. Any of our social media platforms, The CBD Ed Show, and we'll be happy to air those questions and answer them for you. Yes. Uh, Also happy to answer them right from the contact. So I would like to say that is a wrap for today's show. I want to thank our team for all the material they helped us gather. Kim, for all your great insights. I want to thank you listeners for tuning in. Next show is going to be on CBD and dementia because that has gained some traction. All right. This is Ed. And this is Kim. Helping you see the future of health and medicine. Bye now. Bye. Thank you for listening to the CBD Ed Show. Please join your host, Edward Cheney, for another edition next Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. We can also be heard each week on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Until we talk again, enjoy the upcoming weekend, and we'll be here soon.